Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon. This is Joshua. Hey, what's up? This is Dave. And this is Carmelo Chimera. Jesse Nerid here. Danny Bonin. And Scotty Bonin of Sit Eater. And you are now tuned in to PBD Horror. Pretty. All of you are very pretty. <laughs> Please don't. I love you. And you are now tuned in to PBD Horror. Hey, everybody. We're here joined with writer-director Carmelo Chimera, actress Jesse Nurid, and actors Danny and Scotty Bonin of the new film Sin Eater, which is going to be releasing on May 11th and also features one of the horror fan favorites, Bill Mosley. So thank you guys all for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Hello. Of course. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Uh, I just want to dig right in, and uh, I guess I'll start with Carmelo, if that's cool. Um, so without giving away spoilers, I guess, uh, can you give us a quick rundown of what Sin Eater is about? Yeah. Uh, so Sin Eater is about a woman on the run from her past who is stranded in a uh, small town after a terrible accident and now stuck there with a horrific injury. She finds herself surrounded by all of these people with their own secrets and she's going to have to face down her inner demons before she has to deal with the real thing. Ooh, yeah. Well said. Well said. <laughs> um, I've been practicing. <laughs> you know, it's sort of it's sort of a cult, satanic panic kind of paranoia movie. You know, it, it, it's got paranormal elements, but I think it's it's largely driven by the the psychological aspects of of feeling isolated and feeling unsure of who to trust. And uh, we were able to pull that off thanks to Jesse's fantastic acting abilities. Mm-hmm. Yes. And your wonderful directing. <laughs> we like each other. Oh, stop. <laughs> we kind of like each other. It's all right. Stop it. <laughs> um, since we have the whole cast here, um, I just want to ask you guys, and we can kind of take turns and, you know, chime in. Um, do you all like horror? And, um, you know, after doing a horror film, do you think that this is something you're all going to want to do again? <laughs> yeah, we well, already uh, know the answer to this. Yeah, Jesse, yeah. you want to do this again? What do you think? <laughs> no, you want me to go first? We put Jesse through a lot. Being on a horror podcast, I'll go first. Uh, I, I, I will be honest. I'm not the hugest horror fan, um, oh. but it is extremely fun acting in horror films. So, I mean. Ah, I just I just can't handle like super like heavy gore, but I like spooky stuff. So I like spooky, like ghost stories with like I like that kind of thing. But like the heavy gore is a little too much for me. I'm kind of a wimp. But I mean, acting in horror is extremely fun. So I like that. Yeah. I don't think you'd be singing. I don't think you were singing that tune at uh, 2 a.m. in January. Uh, with that was a rough you. night, guys. That was a long <laughs> yeah. ass night. I was just telling Mark, our uh, Dave about uh, what we did in January. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, I, the first few days, days, the first few, I would say like the first like five or I it was just that last night, guys. That last <laughs> night was long, and I was covered in blood. If you, uh, I was tired. All of us. <laughs> we were trying that's to wrangle right. this little girl who refused to do anything. She I think that's terrifying. really just what. Yeah, don't use kids in your. Don't films use if you kids. Can help it. No, um, no. To be but clear, anyways, this isn't Sin Eater. This is a whole separate movie. Yeah, sorry. Let's get back, to, get back to Sin Eater. Uh, that yeah. sort of alludes to the answer of will we do it again? Um, yeah, it was, I don't know. You guys might not know this, but Scotty and I and Carmelo met because uh, Scotty and I, I guess, used to run because the last episode was last year, but uh, a horror podcast, actually, much like this one called the Cult Classic Horror Show. And uh, that that's sort of where we met. And, and Scotty and I had aspirations to, to create a film with no content and Carmelo had the content. And so we combined forces and, and made Sin Eater. Uh, so we're very much horror fans. We uh, watched all the horrible movies to the good movies, reviewed them, interviewed directors, uh, actors. Uh, it, it was so we come from the same background, you know, and, and big horror nerds, always, always willing to watch horror. Unfortunately, my wife isn't, so I have to sneak it in when I can. But uh, yeah, it's a great genre. We we did 
we have another project in post right now that's sort of a, a small passion project. And um, uh, we do have our sights set on something different than than horror next, but uh, we'll probably always come back to it. I would say at least every year or two, something like that, you know. Yeah. Rom-com, right? Yes. <laughs> no rom-com. I mean, a rom-com, but everyone complain. dies at the very end. <laughs> Jesse keeps like asking me to write her a rom-com, but I'm neither funny nor romantic. So I don't really <laughs> know you are a very it. romantic person. When you hear him wax on about his wife, it's like sickening. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> He's going to write you a rom-com, but you're going to have the mouthpiece in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. probably have like contacts to where I'm blind and can't see, and I'll be yeah, like naked you, in the woods in the we middle have of the a, night. We have a history with with Jesse. We the, we very much started out as like guerrilla filmmakers. The first film we did was a found footage horror movie, where we just brought a camera up to the woods, and she's had to go through seven hours of makeup and couldn't see, and it was cold. And then all of a sudden, we're like, no, we got we got a different movie now. It's going to be much more comfortable but then she wears this mouth thing the whole time and and then we're like oh we had this other small passion project that i think uh, uh it should be a quick shoot you know and, and uh but, but here she is covered in in blood and and paint and uh you know contacts and yeah she's been through it ah, hey when you when you find your dream team people who you love working with it's you stick with it, it. Yeah. oh yeah we take care of each other yeah. And I, I, I get piggyback on what Danny said, just to answer your question too. Uh, uh, everything what he said, and we kind of grew up with it with our with our dad and family uh, watching you know films like The Shining and e- Evil Dead, Freddy, Jason. So it's just like been in, ingrained kind of in us, and it, it's like our first genre to go to um, as far as the genre that we that we love. So we so yeah, yeah, we could great, sit here probably and talk like just argue with you guys about horror all night if you want to yeah. <laughs> evil dead well, is the king of kings and but, fetty alvarez's remake is almost as good or better than the original so i mean wow. let's let's go at it you know yeah i, I actually <laughs> just go am, back i am curious though because you know th- like this is a kind of a hybrid of a of a few different genres um carmel you were kind of mentioning like it's got like some paranormal but then it's also like satanic panic um do you have like uh favorite genres yeah, I mean, me personally, I, I really, and Danny and I have this in common, I, I really like paranormal stuff because it's it's genuinely frightening. I mean, I like to say I'm a recovering Catholic, and when you've gone through like 18 years of Catholic school, like it's really hard to beat the fear of the devil out of you. So even if like, you know, in my conscious mind, I'm not afraid of demons, I, I still cross myself if I get you know too scared. So, so this stuff really does bother me because part of me thinks it's very real. And also you can't really fight back against paranormal stuff. Whereas like, I mean, if you listen to the cult classic horror show, most of the episodes is Danny talking about how much he beat ass on like Freddie and Jason and like, screw those, those slasher killers. And, uh, and, and he's not, he's not, what's that? And Chucky, he would just pick up the doll and oh, kick it. Chucky's not scary at all. What the fuck? Just kick, just what? keep kicking him. You just keep <laughs> kicking him. <laughs> But Danny's got a point. Like, even if you lose, you can fight Jason. You how do you fight like a like a presence or a specter or something? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and so that really bothers me. That's I agree with you too, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I agree. So over the years, folklore stories have been like the main focus for horror films. What was it that inspired you to create a film about sin eaters? Ooh. Yeah, Sin Eaters always have really bothered me for a a very interesting reason. I'm glad you asked that question. There is a whole field that studies what they call comparative mythology, right? The idea that different races and cultures and religions, some of whom have never interacted with each other, somehow come up with the same or similar myths. For example, you find the myth of the flood in in Judaism, but you also find it all the way back in ancient Babylon through the Epic of Gilgamesh, right? Like, why did these two very different people come up with a flood? It's so specific. And the Sin Eaters, the same thing. Hinduism, Judaism, Christianity, um, certain Native American cultures have an idea of a Sin Eater. And it's not just that sins can be transferred. It's that it always has to do with eating. It's so weird. Why Mm -hmm. is it always about eating? And so that bothered me because there's there's only a few options. Either it's an incredible coincidence or maybe they're onto something. So that bothers me. That keeps me up at night sometimes. Yeah. So you wrote a movie about it and here we yeah. are. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, in this film, aside from the senators, is like there's you're also a lot of like um, themes of like the contradicting uh, religious uh, themes that we see in life where there's like, you know, the idea of like family and everything. But then there's also the idea of like excluding certain people because of the way they are. Right. So, you know, we have um, obviously the main character. We uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. Actually, I'm kind of wondering if I should say this or not. We'll do a light spoiler warning if you want. You know, you yeah, OK, light spoiler again. warning here. Um, she's part of the LGBTQ community uh, community. Um, so I, th- I thought that was an interesting aspect to kind of like bring into this um, idea of, you know, with with the religion part. So I just wondered, like how you guys all as a as a team, like because Carm- Carmel, you wrote the story. But how did the cast kind of feel when they read this and how this was going to be, be presented? Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesse, how do you feel when we when the, the, the script took that turn? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, I have, I had no problem with it. I thought it added an awesome back wedge to this character. I mean, it, it, it answered so many of the questions. It gave me motivation for what I'm doing, why I'm doing, why I'm running. Um, I mean, just with like today's like temperature, I was a little nervous because I personally am not in that community. Um, so I just tried to treat it with reverence and respect and really just you know just just push through but i mean it was it was it was really just finding the character she was she was mm-hmm. christine you know it was so, it's such a part of it so it wasn't even really a stretch but um it was it was it was awesome it was it was really really interesting so mm-hmm. and, and after that i've booked a few more roles like that so i don't know what <laughs> it is about me but <laughs> You got no, the vibe. I mean, I, th- I thought it was a really interesting, really interesting aspect of the Christine character, and yeah. I think it really made her strong in what she is, what the character is. So, yeah, as yeah. A, as a layer to what you already had, you know, yeah, so it really yeah. was good. Yeah, and it provides a, I mean, it provides like a very interesting side, not side story, but just um, you know, other other uh, like like plot line to the to the film and and yeah. one that was a perfect fit to to squeeze in bill mosley you know it was like how do we uh get someone in here who's recognizable and and shoot him out very quickly and sure. uh have it still stay very relevant and it's and it, this was like the perfect solution to to include yeah. him in that subplot and then i just think it's it's a very interesting sequence of events you're really wondering what the hell's going on there for a while Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That kind of does kind of put a twist in that part. I'm I'm not going to give it away either. In mm-hmm. that part with Isaac and Christine, the part that Danny plays Isaac, and he's just you know blown away, and that's when kind of the tables start turning and things start yeah. going downhill really fast, yeah, or uphill, whatever you want to say. So it's uh, it's really a, a turn in the movie too. Mm-hmm. I I definitely thought that it was. Um, it was nice because like you said, with, with Bill Mosley's character, it gets you this like tie in to why that's all happening. And I, I really like thought that that was well, uh, well done because you didn't necessarily see it coming. Like you knew something yeah. that was, something was yeah. going on there, but like, I don't know why that's happening. So to see mm-hmm. it, it like, it really made sense. And I thought Carmel for you to add that in there was actually like, it kind of highlighted the issues that you were trying to point out with religion, or I think you were trying to point out with religion and how it can present um, as very exclusionary, even though it's supposed to be all about being all encompassing. Um, And I thought that was a really nice way to kind of bring that to like modern day, you know, examples and stuff like that. So I thought that was a a nice tie in. Thank you. So with you guys being like horror fans, what was it like working with Bill (sighs) Mosley? He's so cool. Yeah, yeah, he's very he's pleasant. A gent, I'll, I'll just go. He's just like the total opposite of what you expected he would be. Like, he, you know, we picked him up at the airport. Me and Danny like stood there, and he totally like walked past us. So I like we didn't know where he went. And then he like was at the baggage claim, and like, hey, uh, Bill. Yeah, hey. I'm like, oh, uh, Scotty. And so he was just like uh, humble, um, just nicest guy you've ever met, and really just loves his craft, loves horror loves to work with independent horror um and you know he 
he didn't like half-ass it. He wasn't like coming to think he was just going to do this and get out of here and perform for a bunch of kids or whatever. He was really into the part, had a backstory. Him and Carmelo collaborated great. So it was, I mean, he's like a legend, you know? And so it was really cool. We really got to know him and he he was the, one of the nicest guys that I've met. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys agree? I Bill came to play, man. He had ideas about the character. He had done research. He'd read the script six times before we shot the whole script, not just his his sides, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which his scenes. I mean, um, he really brought uh, he really brought his a game. And, uh, you know, on a personal note, he's been such a good friend to us uh, ever since. And mm-hmm. uh, I really you know, if you ever have the pleasure, please you know, see him at a convention. Uh, go go talk to him because he's really terrific. And he came out to Denver to watch to attend the premiere with us. He came yeah, out, made the premiere, trip, yeah. and came with his wife. And uh, yeah, we had a we had a, like a private premiere, sort of, because we it's yeah private screener, technically yeah. premiered yet. And he came out and, and spent some time with us. And then Carmelo's even since met up with him for lunch uh, while he was at a con in Chicago, I think. So that was yeah, yeah he's just a oh, real wow. cool guy. It was yeah. really fun sitting next to him at the preview because you know you think this guy he's like been in so many films. And I just feel like at this point, he like nothing would surprise him. But sitting next to him through the whole movie, he was like, oh, ooh, cool. No, like the whole time. And I was like, it made my experience watching it better because he was just so into it, you know, and just doing the scenes with him. He was he taught me things, but he was like his intensity. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, he was humble, super nice, but his intensity was terrifying. I was like, oh, hey, like (laughs) he was an intense guy, but again, just super kind, really, really funny and humble and super sweet. Yeah, totally. That's that's pretty awesome. I love it when you like you meet somebody who's famous and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then they're just regular people. Yeah. He was there to collaborate, not to run the show because he's the star. He was there to work with us all. He respected us all. It was it was a really cool experience. It really was. Yeah. You know, I were yeah. We were and and we told him, you know, we're we're like used to him, you know, running around naked with pistols and (laughs) and you know saying F F bombs and fuck you and this and that. And then you just come, hey. Like, oh hey, how's it going, man? And you, and you just talk to him. He's just so gentle and he, cool. He is a he is like a gentle old guy at heart. With his, yeah, totally, totally is. <laughs> wearing his slacks and his sweater and picking him up at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> his little corduroy suit jacket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty you, cute. You can tell probably back in the day that he went crazy. You know, went off went off the rails. But he's you know he's definitely loves the craft, loves the fans, yeah. loves to interact with people and go to the cons and everything. So he's. He's in it, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, well, that's awesome. Uh, so, without giving it away, I guess, because uh, we're you guys are doing really good at not giving anything away, but still answering <laughs> questions spot on. So, kudos <laughs> to you guys. Yeah, um, I just want to talk about there was some really cool set designs, like the house, the basement. It was really like all enclosing, like claustrophobic, and it actually like looked and I, th- I it was almost like a character in the movie itself um so i just wanted to see whose vision that was and how you guys really designed it and did you guys all help out or was it just one person yeah well, it was definitely you can start you can start talking about that <laughs> yeah it was definitely a team effort um in the the development stage between danny scotty and, and myself um it was the we we found that house and uh it was more certain scenes had to be redecorated to fit the story, but the house was that it was an old house, which, which gave it that feeling of tradition that comes with religion. It was a house that had some big rooms like the living room set, which lets, lets us get a lot of equipment in there, but, but also some very small claustrophobic spaces that like the long hallways um, where we can get some of those Kubrick-esque like hallway shots. And, and it was just, the result of a lot of searching, right? We looked for that house. We we scoured, I mean, literally hundreds of potential houses. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even though a lot of them get knocked off the list pretty quick, um, we, we still had to go through so many of them. Uh, Scotty I, and Danny, I think, took the, the first pass. And then I was looking at him afterward. And 
when we found that house, we just sort of knew it was it was the right fit. Um, the the age was important, but also, you know, the decor really was nice. It had a lot of pattern decor. Um, there was also this like theme of like ravens. They had a lot of ravens and crows in the house, which I didn't write in the script, but when I saw it, I was like, well, that adds a nice you know dimension. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, maybe on a on a larger scale film, we could build something from scratch and make it exactly what we wanted. But here we were, we were looking and, and I'm glad because then the, the, the house brought stuff to the movie that I would not have all thought of. And um, that's what makes filmmaking great is all these different pieces that come together and make something bigger than, than you could ever imagine. Yeah. The house came from a, it was a, a I wouldn't say friend, but an acquaintance of Scotty and Jesse and I's who, um, She's an actress as well, uh, but we just knew she owned this, you know, old house in uh, a affluent part of Denver. And so uh, she agreed to rent it to us for a couple of weeks. And then the cool thing, the, all the basement stuff, the, uh, the Holy Room stuff is all in a different location. That's a, uh, my family owns a dinner theater in the small town that I'm from. And that's actually the basement of their like dinner theater. And so we went down there and uh, cleaned it up real nice and, and, and set decorated. Uh, and so it's funny when you see them walk into the basement in the house, that's just a tiny closet. And yeah, we oh were in the closet a few times, just yeah, Scotty, together. Like yeah. Scotty and Jesse had to hide in there and walk out when I'm sitting right. out there. And so <laughs> it was, uh, we, we knew, I think we knew from the beginning that we wanted to use the basement at my family's place just because we knew what it looked like, but, but we were open to the basement of a house if we found one, you know, um, and it worked out, ended up working out great. And then just to, just to cap it off, the only other real location was, was the road. And that was out front of like a fam family friend's house. Um, Cause you would just be very, maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but it's very hard to block off like a, legit looking road for the day and, and use it and a paid got, like, road all especially these, yeah we got we got uh like a commitment from the county basically and we we told them this was well in advance we said we we'd like to use a stretch of road this stretch of road or something like it and it had the lines and it was not major but it was you know a decent decently trafficked road and they they agreed to block it off and and then when it came down to finalizing everything they said oh well, you have to pick one of these roads and they were all like county, like dirt roads, county line, dirt roads mm -hmm. and stuff. And we were like, well, this isn't, it needs to be at least paved. And we'd preferably like to have lines on it. It needs to look like she was going faster than 25 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, luckily we didn't get our lines. Accomplish. Really. Yeah. Oh, that car was a piece of shit. <laughs> we, we, we didn't get our lines. About really, 25. But, we, <laughs> yeah. but Sorry, we knew dude. a guy, we knew a guy who uh, lived on this sort of drive to a neighborhood and uh the county agreed to let us use that road and we sort of used his house as a base camp but Which yeah the car barely ran <laughs> that was a junk car that my that my brother-in-law let us use <laughs> and that that day was like a, a 10 degree day or 12 degree oh day. yeah it was yeah. really cold that yeah. day yeah that was the last day yeah yeah that was the very last day so so yeah so we were shot it in three different locations and over a, a matter of four uh, four weeks and um it was, yeah, everything worked out pretty good. Smooth sailing. But as far as you said, uh, the the sets kind of having their own like character, they were own, their own character almost. I think Carmelo would agree with that because the house that we shot in, he was actually sleeping there during yeah. the night. Basically. And the whole set would leave. The crew would leave. We'd all go home. And Carmelo was in that house alone. And he was scared. He was scared. <laughs> he, 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 he was hearing sounds and like I think yeah. just your mind being there on the set. I think he was legitimately yeah. scared. Oh yeah. <laughs> sounds. I mean it's old like eight like like late 1800 1800s house and you were there by yeah. yourself and Carmel's the only one that came out to Colorado. <laughs> Ever, everyone else yeah, is local. I'm not from there. No. <laughs> so, uh, I love how they just threw you under the bus. <laughs> no, it's true. You know what? It's, it's true. I'm glad she. I'm glad she did because I've been trying to, you know, work through this in therapy for the last you know, few years. <laughs> it's helpful to, to talk about it. But the very first night I was there, oh, the yeah, first, tell the the story. first night I was there, I was on the phone with my wife and I heard like a crackling noise, and I, I 
walked over to where we had like the walkie talkies for the set and they had turned on somehow. And so I was hearing like white noise, which was bad enough. But when I went to turn them off, I saw movement from like the garden window in the basement. And I thought I must be just going crazy. And then I heard footsteps and I was like, "Hun, if I don't call you back in like five minutes, call the police. And I went upstairs and I'm like, this is night one. I should, this should have been like night three, you know? Yeah. And, oh, man. and sure enough, there was someone in the house. Oh, and damn. So now we're like across the room from each other. And I'm like, who the hell are you? <laughs> and it turned out it was, it was one of the owners, but, and he was not kind about that. He knew I was going to stay there though. So he had like let himself in and then acted surprised to see me, but he knew I was going to be there. And I thought it was an intruder. So here I'm just like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, it all worked out okay. No one was killed. Uh, but, uh, you know, that yeah. really put me on edge the rest of the, the, rest yeah. of the shoot. Yeah. I, you should have recorded it for some bonus yeah. uh, footage. Because <laughs> <laughs> both owners were going to be in the mountains for like two weeks while we were there. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, half the house. You can stay in the basement. But he like showed up out of nowhere. He came to like get us. the mail or something, like right? Yeah. He came to grab a package or something. He's, He's probably investigating. He wants to see yeah. what you guys are doing to his house. Yeah. Yeah, don't go in my office. <laughs> Fortunately, I was wearing the pants. basement. Was it a finished basement? Place is pretty spooky too. Yeah. It was. It was a finished basement. It was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was but actually it was, the only. Yeah. See, you're right. It, that I mean, that basement was spooky too. But it was finished. It's just low ceilings, stone okay. walls, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, where they had like the TV. So like in in like the movie, we mentioned that uh, I don't. I like Isaac said that we don't even have a TV. We you know we aren't modern and. Um, so actually it, when we came in and tour her house, the living room didn't, didn't have a TV. It was, it was set up the way we had it in the movie already. So like everything was set up perfectly. They watched TV in the basement. So like it, it did look like they, you know, they yeah. weren't really in tight touch with TV, with watching TV. Or I mean, you have a good point. Uh, you have a good point because there was no set dressing needed, basically none. Yeah. And that's the reason we went. One of the reasons we went with that house, we had a couple runner ups that were nearby uh, that were Airbnbs that we could have, and we were talking to them, letting me know we were doing a film, but it would have required us to, you know, move out their swanky leather couches and flat screens oh, yeah. and, and bring yeah. in like old looking couches and stuff. So yeah, yeah. it was perfect. We lucked out with that location. We really yeah. did. And your guys' basement. Yeah. 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 We Was your town um, pretty like, um, excited to have a you know you guys filming and all that I, were they receptive to it i wouldn't say that the that the county or the town really gave a shit but um <laughs> but, but the, the crew but, but the tow truck guys let me tell you what <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. think I think we, the crew were pretty excited the too the deputies liked it too the deputies who oh, yeah, right. they even let us use their car we did we had oh, to hire oh. two we had to hire two deputies two police officers to block off each side of the road and and let traffic through when we told them it was okay via the walkie and uh they yeah so they did they loved it but i gotta tell the tow truck story it was so funny i was like negotiating um a, a tow company to come out there because we knew we were gonna roll this car and uh well that's in the trailer so it's not a spoiler and uh yeah and, and we were this was another task like how are we gonna she has to get in a car wreck you know the first thing was going to be oh we'll just we'll put like a camera really close to the front tire and, and it'll it'll swerve and then it'll go black and then you'll hear car wreck noises you know what i mean and then and then she'll uh then when she awakes she'll be in the midst of a car wreck when really what all we did was like take five of us and tip it over and beat the hell out of it. You know what I mean? It was plan A. Yeah. <laughs> that was plan A. And we were still going to do that, but I yeah. still needed a tow truck company to come like remove the vehicle. And so yeah. I got on the phone with like a local tow truck company who happened to like know someone I went to high school with. And uh, I like talked him to, I started explaining and he's like, Oh, hold on. He's like, we can roll the car. I was like, what do you mean? How are you going to roll the car? He's like, oh, and he's he just went into this big, he's like, like oh, I got it, wrap this toe strap <laughs> around it. We're going to take off and it's going to like fucking flip under. And, and I was like, okay. And, and he's like, and then we'll, uh, we'll drain all the fluids before we do that. And then, uh, you know, once we're done with it, we can load it on the flatbed and I'll have like three, three trucks out there, like, like four guys and blah, blah. And I was like, that okay, whole company okay. took 
all of work off that yeah, day yeah. just to come and, see yeah and we get to the end of the conversation <laughs> and i'm like all right well okay so what's the can you send me like a bid on this and he's like oh we'll do it for free we gotta say the name of that tow truck company it's in the credits them out. it's in the Gosh. credits uh monarch monarch telling colorado and shout out to anthony rizzo the the tow truck yeah. driver who and i and i don't mean anything negative about the guys but you know uh they they looked as though you would expect uh avid tow truck workers to look and they look tough is what and we had the we had the uh, private screening and we invited them and like, God damn it. If they didn't show up with like suits and ties on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cleaned up great. Yeah. And it, it was, was funny. Like at one point, both the uh, deputies just stopped watching traffic because they wanted to watch the scene and stuff. And like cars were like trying to get by and like um, the cars and then the both deputies like, Oh, they'll be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to miss this right now. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be doing your job. Like, yeah, whatever. the uh, the sheriff jacket I'm wearing in the opening and the cop car in the background were last minute additions that the cops were like, oh, let me pull my car up. You know, like, All right, sweet. <laughs> so it worked out. They were definitely excited. And I think friends yeah. and family, of course. And, you know, because we it, this is a bigger step from the first movie that we did for the found footage when we did in the woods um and this was uh definitely double double the budget d- double the oh, crew more than that, uh, but yeah yeah, yeah more yeah. than double that double the budget but it so it was just a it was a big production for us and you know we 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 all did a, a collaborative effort team effort we all you know did more like carmelo did more than just direct you know he set up the set up the coffee and you know helped hang the stuff and you know jesse was helping you know so it was we were all doing other stuff besides acting and directing so it was definitely definitely we, a, we a tried to leave we tried to leave some of the real important stuff to professionals we did well, hire a, we hired like a two-man camera team and a sound you know a sound department basically and uh made sure that that it was all done correct lighting going on, lighting, a lighting, uh, lighting team, team too yeah, yeah the whole, yeah. The whole ga- a gaff crew so that was um but it was still other than that it was still a really small set Sure. Yeah, we had yeah, you, and that's. And I think that paid off because you wouldn't assume that from watching it, like the quality no. of, of the film. Oh, you would thanks. not assume. It Thank you. A small, thanks. yeah, scale thing. Yeah, that was that was, was our hope was to create something that, as I my the phrase I kept using the whole planning time was, how do you like punch out of your weight class, right? How do you make a, a, a an independent film, a smaller smaller budget film, but but treat it and, and make it turn out to look as good as something really high budget. And my philosophy and, and Scotty and Danny, and I talk about this all the time is if you try to make a hundred million dollar movie for a hundred thousand dollars, it's going to look like dog shit. But if you try to make a hundred thousand dollar movie for a hundred thousand dollars, it could look excellent. And like any other film, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So th- that's my philosophy. If I try to make Avengers on this budget, it would be terrible. <laughs> but you know, if you try to make, you know, evil dead on a few hundred thousand dollars, you get an immortal called classic. Hell yeah. Amen to that. (laughs) And I was going to ask this to Carmel, but I think I can probably open this to all of you guys, except for Jesse. I'm not sure. Was this your first like feature film, like full length film? Carmel? It was, it was my first lead in a full length feature. So okay. I've been in several features before, but this was my first lead role for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. And Carmelo, I know you've had a, a few projects that you've done, but as far as I know, this was like your first full length. This, this was my first writing and directing of a full feature film. Actually, yeah. I'd written some scripts that we haven't shot yet that uh, before this one, but this is the first one I wrote and directed. Um, I had only done shorts previously and I had I'd written a few shorts uh, and I had only directed one or two very small ones. Um, so this is, uh, honestly, I, I had no business making this movie. I don't know. What I, <laughs> none of us did. That's why we work so well together, guys. We are the dream team. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Together, well, we what like was that things. process like for you guys? Yeah. Like, you know, it was, it was, making it was, this full length film and seeing this all like play out the way it did. Well, so much fun. Scott, we, you we, might be, yeah, go ahead, Scott. I mean, this, we, we started filming this in uh, January of 2020. So this is like before COVID hit. And, we, you know, it, so it's been a long time coming. I mean, we're like 2022 now. So it's it's uh, it's finally here. And um, 
but you know, right as we met Carmela, we were buddy buddy, and we've known Jesse for like what eight, nine years now, or something. Um, Gosh, for a long time. So a long time. We we've, we've been the been same acting workshop class with her, and we just grew bonds. We've done scene work with her, um, acting, you know, acting technique, exercises, and stuff. So we we've always knew that we wanted to work with Jesse, and then Carmelo. We met Carmelo and. Me and Danny couldn't write, you know, so like <laughs> Danny did, wrote a couple scripts and uh, I, I can't write with crap. And, you know, we just grew up acting in theater and just have a passion for uh, um, screen acting for movies. Then we met Carmelo and, you know, Carmelo writes graphic novels. He's, you know, we saw that, but then I'm like, hey, do you write, could you write a script? Um, like, oh, actually, yeah, I, I have a few that I've written. And what, what are you guys thinking? And then like, I don't know, just some horror. Then he, he like wrote a couple other ones and then Sin Eater came to the table and, um, and then we're like, Hey, we have this great girl. Uh, her name's Jesse Nared. Uh, she could play this part. And, oh yeah. And they, and they hadn't even met yet. And so then like, it just came together so quickly and like, it just clicked like right, like right away. And, um, so it, you know, it's been most, one of the most funnest, funnest, <laughs> I can, I, I can say funnest, right. Most of the funnest experiences I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, and we, and I, and you yeah. gotta give, I still give all like writing credit to Carmelo, but we yeah. definitely, um, like he hadn't written this yet when we decided we wanted to to shoot this, you know, we, we, yeah. <laughs> I tried writing a little with my other buddy who was another co-host on our podcast and we all saw how, well, hopefully no one saw how that ended up uh, on screen for she walks the woods. I know Carmelo thinks I'm too hard on, on myself. We did a movie called she walks the woods. That, <laughs> yeah. That's on Amazon Prime. Prime guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, no. it just, it's, it's sort of a fun little movie, but it just doesn't really go anywhere. But and I had so, a blast. So we're like, let's let's uh, uh, try again. And we actually wrote this. I think, Carmelo, we were thinking it was still budget wise. We were still going to have to deal with found footage um, when we first started writing this. And uh, that was just because for the same reasons Carmelo talked about, I've never been one to try and make uh, like a a movie that that's going to have explosions and laser beams for for a hundred thousand dollars because that's just not (laughs) it's just gonna look how it's gonna look you know (laughs) so uh so we thought we were gonna have to go found footage but then as the project was coming together and we got a little more budget and we were able to see like some of the people we could work with we we were able to work it out but um i will say without giving too much away um we sort of wrote the the whole script started with the end i should say the the sort of climactic moment where where christine empowers herself you know and we had this visual we really wanted to achieve and um i'd say that we just personally i'd say that i'm like 80 percent of what i wanted but but people watch it and they really they have huge reactions to it and they love it so i i'm probably just being hard on myself but uh, it was built around sort of the climax and then it was reverse engineered from that point. And Carmelo just, we would have these meetings about the story and he would just keep on, honestly, Carmelo would just keep bringing things up and we would just keep like, saying that that was awesome. So yeah. and I think we talked about that climax while we were smoking cigars, drinking whiskey in my hot tub. And then, then it just went from there. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the best ideas come yeah. from. After the magic happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somewhere. You got to start oh, somewhere. Yeah. So you can't keep beating yourself up, man. Like you said, people enjoy it. So, you know, you, that's you, you took the step, you know what I mean? That's all yeah. you can do. So totally. th- and now you're going to take another step with this yeah. film and, you know, you're going to have more. So, I mean, that's yeah. the thing with every oh. film, if yeah. they keep growing the yeah. way, like we went from She Walks the Woods to Sin Eater, like it was huge. The amount mm-hmm. that we were able to get accomplished. I think if we keep growing at that rate, yeah. I mean, guys, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, agree. I, yeah. I totally agree. I, yeah, I we, just looked up. Yeah. She walks the woods, uh, and I've got it ready to go. So when this is over, don't do it. Joshua, Joshua. Well, now that you met us, you met me and Danny. You met Jesse. I think you might like it because you kind of get our humor now. But if you watch it, you didn't meet us. You'd be like, "This is just horrible," which it is pretty <laughs> bad. It's pretty bad, but it's not, not that bad. bad. It's, 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 it's I'm, not I'm the, the eternal optimist, and I just want to say it has. An, awesome fucking monster in it uh, and uh i think it's worth watching just for the monster there's some good oh. some good gore in there uh, just watch like the last 20 minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, All right. we're just uh, wait for sitting here two weeks <laughs> <laughs> 
the first part of the movie kind of drags a while. <laughs> no, the first, but the opening's great. And then, yeah, then the you got about an hour of, uh, you know, you could fast forward through that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was the big difference, I think, between She Walks the Woods and Sin Eater was not even just the production value, right? Is like when you try to, you know, do something off an outline and then you end up ad-libbing a lot of it. Like it's hard just because real life doesn't make sense. In real life, stuff just happens. But in movies, it has to make sense. And yeah. so when you can impose a structure on events so that there's meaning, then you have a story as opposed to just random stuff. And that's what, what we were able to do with Sin Eater. And, and I think everyone really brought that together because everyone was bringing the different elements needed to, to tie together into something that hopefully left you thinking a little bit at the end. Yeah. And, and we all read the script. We all love the script. We all jive with it immensely and we just a hundred percent gave it our all. And, you know, I thought made a pretty good flick. I I'll know. give Carmelo some, pro, some, uh, some extra praise because we didn't, we didn't go right to Bill Mosley for the role. And, uh, our, we sort of first option was Tony Todd and we sent it to his agent and, uh, he was not like reachable at the moment he was traveling or shooting something, yeah. but the agent was like, uh, the agent loved the script a lot and was like, let me get back to you. Uh, you know, just give, let me talk to Tony and we'll get back to you and whatever. And that, so, so that left that and it was, he sort of wasn't getting back to us. And I was like, what the heck? So, so then I, we just started putting some feelers out for a couple other people. Um, one, <laughs> this, I don't, I, I don't want to take up too much time, but it was a long road. It ended. Uh, it part of it was like an hour long call with Lance Hendrickson's agent that was like ecstatic about the script and says she usually tosses them in the trash, but this one she couldn't put down. And but he's just played too many priests. He he does not want to play any more priests. So please let us know about future projects. And then uh, same, we had like uh, Ken Foray uh, hitting him up, but then we weren't really down with his offer. And then, then that resulted in him, like personally emailing me a few times. I'm like, no, we're not interested. Like, please. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and it culminated in like a two hour conversation with Michael Bean. I don't know. Ask me how we got there. (laughs) Kyle Reese, Terminator. But (laughs) he's like, I don't like the name and I don't know if I I don't do horror, but, uh, (laughs) and then we just started talking and he was like, yeah. mentor is me a three-way call with me carmelo and michael bean and he's like mentoring and, and he's like God. blah 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 and, and we were like thank you so much and <laughs> yeah, we were awesome. very first ecstatic and then after about 30 minutes we're still on the phone like or an hour texting each other like are we are we done yet <laughs> <laughs> but it was and, awesome michael bean was was uh such a joy to talk to and, and he had so much uh awesome insight so yeah. But then, and then uh, to, just to put a bow on that story, right before we started shooting, Tony Todd's agent was like, we're ready to do this. And we're like, we had to uh, move on. And uh, uh, and they were upset. They wanted they really wanted to do it. And just Tony wasn't because re- remember, we're casting like over the holidays. It was between yeah. like November and December. And some yeah. people just aren't available. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but we'll get our ch- we'll get our chance. We love Tony Todd. We'll, we'll get our chance. Yeah. 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 But Mosley was perfect. And Mosley was it, it, fantastic. We, we landed it. And um, it the stars be. aligned with Mosley. Yeah. Yes. Just, uh, I'm just so glad we know him because he's just such a good dude. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was funny because uh, Danny and Scotty, after I watched the film, I found out that you guys were twin brothers. The way that you guys were like busting each other's balls in the scene, like it was, <laughs> it was a good add-in, you know what I mean? And then so totally, we had talked before about the, the the dinner theater growing up and the whole family affair. Like it, it's just crazy. It's like how how was that whole experience? You know, just bringing everything together. That yeah. scene with us arguing, it, that's like real stuff happening right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to see real arguing, you can go watch She Walks the Woods. And there's actually a couple, because that's an unscripted movie, basically. You just had some, we had some bullet point things to hit. And yeah. we were definitely arguing a couple times in that. Yeah, that's like full on arguing, no acting, even though it came off like like yeah. real, real. But business. I think it came natural. Those those were very natural scenes for us. And uh, they were scripted fully. And we like went, yeah. went through them, but like, you know, we can get each other on each other's nerves and with like a movie making that happen, it just feeds the fire. So it's perfect for yeah. us. I'll tell you the one thing is that our uh, Scott, our stepdad, who uh, plays Abraham, played, who played Abraham and it was was like a really pleasant surprise for for Scotty and I. He's 
he's a wonderful stage actor and he's and he's owned a theater in some capacity for probably 30 years um and, and i only know him from from that world because that's where we grew up and when you do so much theater and then you start focusing a lot on like film acting um it, it, it's very easy to like everything a lot of acting to you seems very overacted and so anyone you used to do theater with you're like god they're overacting this scene they're overacting this and so it sort of was like uh i don't know if he's going to be right for the role because he's he hasn't really done much film and and this uh, and we couldn't really see it happening but it was the logical choice because he was the right age and he was our stepdad and he we maybe didn't have to pay him and so it uh <laughs> we did but we did ca a casting call for that and i yeah. I, yeah. I watched three tapes uh of, of different actors and um to danny and scotty's credit they were both like well we know we're biased here so like they left it up to me because they were like, we want to not be biased about it. And he was fantastic. He was, he was the one that you chose out of the four guys one. that auditioned. Yeah. And this he, is before you had even one. met him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think and, I maybe maybe met him in passing at the, she walks yeah. the woods premiere and, and yeah, now, right. big, now big Scott and I are buddies too. But back then I didn't know him and uh, just off the quality of his acting and, and you know, who else loved it was Mosley was, was crazy about him he was yeah. at the premiere bill was going on and on about how how awesome scott moore was as uh as abraham so um i think we made the right choice guys it was i will say that um uh, i don't know if it's because scotty and i are basically lead producers on this or not but when <laughs> we have we've had two screenings now and then uh shown it in private to some people and the general feedback we get from uh those screenings is a lot high praise for Jesse and high praise for Scott. And then the, like just <laughs> high praise on the movie towards me and Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you, you guys did, did a great job in the movie. Did we, <laughs> did our, shit, were our but... characters okay? <laughs> well, I, I think that's, that's a good sign though, because if, if people aren't supposed to like you guys, right. In the yeah. film, yeah. When you watch it, yeah. you're not supposed to like your characters. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah Cause Danny I didn't like Scotty, that. but by the end, Scotty. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause Isaac, that Danny plays, you know, he's he's like the asshole throughout the whole throughout the whole thing, and he ends up, you know, what happens, and then you know what happens with my part too. You just you, yeah. you, you start to like me, then it turns around. I don't want to give it away, so. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's that's. I think you're right, man. I think you're right, Dave. Yeah, I'm waving to Blakely in the back. I know that's so funny. <laughs> with the tricycle, I'm getting strong, shining vibes. Yeah, my Wait, I don't yeah, ride the tricycle. With that, it's like Danny. Yeah, <laughs> Danny Torrance. <laughs> <laughs> um, my little Chucky doll riding back. Yeah, there. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that could be drive by. She actually did play Pennywise for uh, um, for Halloween, not last year, but the year before, and she like nailed it. She had like the uh, balloon right. and everything. And <laughs> I I have a, a daughter a little bit older than that, and we definitely we were just talking about how difficult it is with kids and filming with this last project, and we definitely should have used her. I, I just think that every day now. Oh man. that was rough. <laughs> yeah. And we actually, Blakely was in Chicago. Danny's daughter wasn't unfortunately. And uh, this girl was six that wasn't doing it. My daughter's three. And we were going to ha maybe have her as like a backup to come. We almost night. had to call her in. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I, I got go too much into this. We're going to confuse people. We shouldn't talk too much about. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, I, we can I, come I, back on and talk about that. Movie. I know. Movie. I was, I was curious out. if we should touch later. on that, but I was like, uh, I kind of, yeah. I, I, I can tell you what we did in, in generally speaking, just up next we we haven't post is uh, another found footage uh, movie um, called uh, working title. Anyway, is named the demon. And uh, we just filmed it uh, last month because we all love found footage, especially Scotty and Danny. And I love found footage. And we wanted to take a stab at it with a fully scripted movie. Right. And like, can we do it with a script and would it, but with the same production value, can, would it be better than, and, uh, and it's, it's fucking brutal. It is br brutal. It um, really is. I, I haven't watched a horror movie since because I actually got horror out of my system for the first time in my life making that movie. And uh, it, that one is almost done. Like it may come out way quicker than Sin Eater. Oh. It will come out way quicker than Sin Eater. So we'll be happy to come talk about that later. That's a found footage possession film. And uh, would love to share, share a screener with you guys when that time comes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I do love some found footage. So I'm definitely interested. In we wanted, we didn't, we didn't really want nice. to like quote unquote, take a step backward, but we also, I love the genre so much. So I don't even consider it taking a step backward, but Scotty and I felt like we missed the mark with She Walks the Woods and we sort of wanted like a redeeming 
you know, a uh, uh, film just in the found footage genre. So yeah. we thought, let's just, let's stop for a second and rewind and just see if we can nail that one uh, with Carmelo's help this time around. And, yeah. uh, and, and now we'll, and I think, I think we did. I mean, it, and Carmelo saying it's going to be out so soon because it was a single camera shot. The, one of the cool sticks is that it's shot in like real time. There's no cuts, although there's some hidden cuts. So uh, it's just a single camera sh- track shot the whole time and very easy to edit, of course. So uh, it should be out pretty soon. It still does have to go through things like sound design and color and VFX, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely uh, keep us posted on that project. Yeah. Definitely interested. For sure. Um, Jeffy, I wanted to ask you the question that you're probably going to get asked a ton after people watch this. <laughs> uh, so you, the whole movie, you're wearing this you know, metal device in your mouth yeah. Um, was it as uncomfortable as it looked and how challenging was it for you to get your lines across with that thing in there? So I'm not going to lie. It sucked. It really <laughs> did. Uh, so we had the makeup guy. He actually like came and took a mold of my mouth. Um, and then Midian, she's Midian uh, from what is it? Monster makeup effects. Uh, yep. Yeah. Monster makeup. Effects. Yeah. yeah. She uh, then she um, then built the it, it was mostly plastic and metal. Um, and it was I don't know if it's because like teeth move a lot or something, but when it actually came to shooting, it didn't really fit. Um, but there wasn't really time to make. We had two sets. Two sets. We had a couple Number sets. Three, at yeah. least two. Three. Yeah. We had a few sets. Um, and none of them really seemed to fit right. So we would start the day shooting. I would put it in there, hold it in as best as I could. And like by the end of the day, I would have like a headache because yeah. it was just like super uncomfortable moving my teeth. And I would say in the film, that was probably the most frustrating part was I feel so much of my acting is you know, it's your face. It's like the subtleties of your lips and, and not being able to control that at all. And then not being able to like, you know, just mm, like, I couldn't (laughs) like, you couldn't understand what I was saying. And so a lot of the scenes where I'm like frustrated and freaking out, I am legitimately frustrated and freaking out because I couldn't get out what I wanted to say. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was just like lucky or if Carmelo planned it that way, but it was, it was uncomfortable. It it was really hard. Um, But I think, I think in the end it added to the film because the the frustration is there the anger is there like you know maybe too much information but i was like drooling a lot and like yeah when i was like yelling <laughs> like spit would be flying and i was like oh guys this is such a fluttering thing oh. but that's okay it was oh yeah it was it was it was a challenge but i think the challenge made the film better so well to jesse's credit uh you basically did redid 85% of your lines in, in, in post in ADR uh, because we realized that we couldn't understand her well enough. And so I, hopefully I didn't really notice it when I, when I watched the final cut Uh, and hopefully you guys didn't really either because she just nailed the vocal performance rematched to her visual performance again. That was tough too. That, I mean, an ADR isn't, you know, you think, oh, you go into a booth and you just say your lines up again. But when they're emotional lines and there's like a countdown on the screen, it's like three, two, one, like freak out. So you go from like zero to like screaming and freaking out mm-hmm. and having to match it perfectly. It it was a job. It was like shooting it a second time almost. Um, yeah. But I think I, I hopefully it's not too noticeable. I think I, of course, notice it because I'm like, oh, ugh. Ugh, that sounds yeah. You know, yeah. Like, no, oh man. I don't but think it's hopefully. Yeah. I don't, I don't I, I well, even, I, if you didn't even say that, like I wouldn't even had known. You know. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, and you guys watched it, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's definitely doable, but very very difficult under the best of circumstances. But with the the nature of the mouthpiece being what it was, it does interfere with natural lip movement. So matching it became yeah. a lot easier. Um, uh, the story I like to compare it to is Sam Elliott in uh, The Big Lebowski. His mustache is so big that it covers his upper lip completely. And so those lines are are ADR'd and um, you just can't tell at all because you can't see. <laughs> well, so to kind of, to, to kind of match that, like I couldn't in the in the in the ADR booth, I couldn't just do it 
normally with like nothing in my mouth. So I had cotton balls that I kind of like stuffed in my mouth to kind of try to match the muffling yeah. a little bit. Um, we, we tried everything, like put different things in my mouth to try to match it. And I think cotton <laughs> balls ended up working the best, but it was, it was a challenge trying to match that muffled to where you could understand me, but not all the way. Cause there's a thing in my mouth. So that was a challenge as well, but I think we pulled it off. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. It came across perfect. And honestly, that was one of the cringiest scenes involving the mouthpiece is all I'll say about that. Yeah. But, uh, See, it's well, it's, it's well that payoff. Well played. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, thank good. you. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. We, I, I love the, how, how you guys, it's almost like we're talking to people from Rhode Island, like PVD is actually Providence. You got, oh yeah, I know a guy. And I went, I called and I ran into a guy I knew in high school. Yeah. That's Rhode Island all the way. Nice. So it's like we're talking to Rhode Islanders. It's really messed up. Um, <laughs> Collaborate very well. I'm thinking the whole time I'm like, you're in where? <laughs> yeah, Colorado. Three in Colorado, uh, and Carmelo's in I'm from Chicago. Chicago. We we all operate on the favor bank here. Oh, so okay. Yeah. The I got a guy thing is very new to very common yeah. to me. Very. Uh, <laughs> got a guy. He's down here. But yeah. hey, it's working with people that you trust. And I think That's those right. make the best projects, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rhode Island, we don't actually trust everybody. <laughs> but we're like, yeah, I got a guy. I know a guy. Probably show up. <laughs> you know the guy. <laughs> yeah. um, so aside from the upcoming found footage film, um, I, everyone would really like to know what's coming next. And also as an add on to that, where can we find everything? Got it. Uh, so um, Sin Eater will be available on every video on demand platform. So any platform you can rent a movie, and Amazon Prime's going to be. And easy. say that, Carmelo. I think you had met, I think you actually you may have said May like 11th. It's actually March 15th. So it's in oh. like 10 days here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry if be... I misspoke. Yeah, March. No, March you didn't say that. I think, uh, yeah, I think Dave might have. I think I, this... I th- yeah, I thought it, I had yeah. the 11th in my head. So, yeah. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, Mar- yeah. March 15th, it'll be on video on demand everywhere. Um, so you can, you know, Xfinity or, or I, I don't know, probably like Voodoo or anywhere you can rent a movie, you can rent it. Um, and uh, as far as, you know, the next picture, uh, that remains to be seen, but it's pretty close to, to finish. So, I'd actually would expect to be hearing from us before the end of the year on that one. Um, and, and likewise, we'll probably have similar distribution um, on, on video on demand platforms. Uh, we did, we are just now starting active development on a, a much larger picture, but it's going to be a, a crime drama and uh, not as uh, not in the horror genre, but um, you know, more, more on that later this year, where it's just in development. Uh, and then in the horror side, we have a script that we'll probably do after that. That's more of like a meta slasher in the the tradition of Scream or Cabin in the Woods. So um, that's the one I think we're all looking forward to because it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. But that I'm actually kind of glad to get it. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've had that one for a while in our back pockets. And uh, I think the script is a ton of fun, but it's, uh, I need a break from horror too. I think like if we, if we get this break, that movie will be great. Cause I'll go into it. Super pumped. If I have to film that movie tomorrow, I am so burnt out on gore that like, I can't do it. I'm still scared from going in your basement with the camera. I haven't been no. on my third floor since oh. then. We filmed, this, we filmed this last movie named the demon in my house. And I have not been to the third floor of my house since then. because it's Dude, that room is haunted forever. Seriously, yeah. that room is like done. If I could burn yeah. the room without burning my house, there. I would. If you <laughs> guys, if you if you guys want a little bit of info, uh, we partnered. I don't know. He's just known in the indie world with Joe Castro for effects on that. I don't know if you've talked to him before, um, but yeah. he's a well-known indie FX guy, and uh, he did some really awesome work on yeah. Jesse. Uh, sorry, Jesse, once again. <laughs> but uh, we we all got some work done to us too, and so there's plenty of. Uh, Plenty of realistic gore. We try not to make it over the top. Plenty of um, uh, uh, cam light stuff, which is my go-to. I love that shit, and it's um, it's I think we and it's got an actual like really good story with character development. So I think yeah. I think we uh, we have do have a really good found footage movie on our hands here. 
Um, Definitely. Yeah. So looking forward to all that for sure. And, and the city are finally getting out March 15th and uh, we're, you know, can't wait to see, see the feedback, the trailers out there building, building the anticipation. So hopefully, you know, it's a, uh, get that out there and people watching it we're 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 definitely i wanted to just add to one more thing carmelo has uh breezed by some of those projects and there may be a chance carmelo that director's cut i don't know it's it's a slight chance it's possible. Not gonna happen. It's still possible yeah we might we possible. might they could be yeah. uh switched in the middle that's the working uh title of the of the sort of black yes. horror comedy one but um uh those two will definitely um 100 percent as Jesse was saying, a major step up from Sin Eater. We, uh, uh, Scotty and I sort of have delved out on our own into the producing world and uh, found ways and, and learned a lot and, and been of a part of a lot of other productions lately. And we're sort of bringing it back to the team and, and Carmelo's bringing a lot to it. And uh, so these are going to be big pro- big projects with some, some awesome people in them. Uh, and we're still finalizing all that, but uh, you know, we're, we're bumping out up into the multiple millions of like, you know, the, that, that two to six we're million adding, dollar range. Adding a zero of, to everything we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Does that include my pay? Uh, not your pay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> about that. Yeah. You want some points? We've about got points. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take some points. <laughs> I feel like they're just increasing the torment for you. It doesn't sound yeah. like pay. Yeah. We, well, we would you like so to say that I'm a, I, you're my Sam Raimi and I'm your Bruce Campbell. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> I go, I go, Jesse, I'm going to, I'm going to make you the biggest scream queen there ever was. And she goes, I don't want to be a scream queen. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay fine 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 <laughs> we won't put you we won't have to have you wear a mouthpiece or put a prosthetic on you for the next yeah. one <laughs> i have a sequel for sin eater in mind uh that would require not require her to go through that so i would okay. i'm we, you may see if if anyone likes this movie if it gets any kind of support yeah you know i'd love to do a sequel well, and i've got a good one in mind I will tell you uh and maybe jesse has experienced this though coming from horror and and having a lot of of like roots in, in horror filmmaking and, and acting in horror, you'll, you'll get on another project. That's like maybe an action or something. And, you know, they'll be applying a gunshot wound or something. And they're like, I'm so sorry. Like, Oh, we're getting on. There. And you'll be like, Oh, I've had my guts ripped out. I've, I've had different stages <laughs> yeah. of burns on me. I've been in makeup for seven hours. And it's like, yeah. even, it's like nothing compared. It to- is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people like to complain about that process, but I mean, I mean, it's it's minuscule. It's minuscule compared to what you get out of it. Yes. You know, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, you're right. You get the payoff. You get what the people want to see. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> I, I am with you, Jesse, though, although I've never done it as bad as you, but it does suck sometimes. <laughs> you're like, yeah. God, I really got to go through that like again today. <laughs> and like this last film we did, uh, well, it, it was Jesse. Uh, it, probably your worst overall getup was in she walks the woods. Cause that was yeah. like a seven hour job, but you yeah. only had to do it like twice. Right. Uh, I think it was, well, we had one night of practice and then three nights. Okay. So three times, uh, but yeah. the last, and then of course, sin eater was like toned down for her, but it was just, that was like three weeks of wearing that thing. So it was yeah. a little thing, but just over a long period of time. But, but I feel like with name the demon, we like combine the two and it was like seven full days. Also- yeah, name the demon was pretty rough because I my whole body was uh, painted in like an alcohol based paint. Yeah. So I mean, keep in mind throughout the shoot, I'm getting like tossed. We're like we're wrestling, fighting, biting, scratching. Oh yeah. And then at the end of the night, he takes it off by just rubbing pure alcohol on me. And that like was it eight, seven or eight days? Seven, 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 seven days in a row. Like by the end of like the last few days, my skin was starting to get rashy and it's just like, Ugh. Oh God. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I feel, so. I feel yeah. bad for you. After <laughs> <laughs> That's why Carmela has promised me something fun. It doesn't have to be a romantic comedy. I would take right. like a Western. That would be fun too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or crime or a crime drama. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a Western script too, but never mind. I'm oh, I have a I have a ranch connection. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, that. that should be just your tagline. I have a script for that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Well, I hope that as you guys release all these projects and keep working on new projects, you uh, you don't forget about us 
and just kind of, of keep not. keep in the loop with us because I am very excited for you guys. Um, and you guys are like this. This was so much fun. You guys are have great personalities, and this was just an amazing uh, experience. Just kind of hear hear a group of people so enthusiastic about the work and just love the genre and the work you're doing. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks, Ron. Thank, thank you, man. It was a thank pleasure. you very much. Appreciate Likewise it. with you guys. You guys are the same way. So appreciate it. Thank you. Well, everybody, make sure you check out Sin Eater March 15th. So I, I'm sorry for the uh, error earlier. <laughs> March 15th, um, any basically anywhere you can rent a movie, you're going to be able to find it. So um, check it out and uh, stay tuned because I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot more of these guys. So thank you. Everybody have a good night. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.